Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, their exit interview in Santa Clara today. We pick up the press conference when Kyle Shanahan was asked if he looks back and second guesses himself on any decisions he made in the Super Bowl loss. Like I've told you guys before, anytime you lose, every decision you made, I mean, you make a decision every play throughout that game. So uh, when you lose, you'll go over that stuff um, always um, throughout the entire offseason, through cutups, through everything. But, um, you know, there is nothing that I thought in the moment that I did wrong. It was everything. I was proud of that and um, like the thought process behind everything. Thoughts on the, the defense this season and how Steve Wilkes did as coordinator? Uh, you know, I thought they're one of the reasons that we got this far. I thought they did a number of good things. Uh, they did a lot of good things in that game, too. Um, just like our whole team. Um, our team did a bunch of good things this year, but um, came up short in the last game. That's how in and out of Drake Greenlaw getting hurt, how that played into the defense later in the game? Um, I can't tell you exactly, um, but I mean, when you lose one of your better players, it, I mean, it definitely doesn't help. So um, not having Dre out there was was definitely huge, but they were missing some guys too. Yeah, I think Oren was fantastic. I'll, I'll say yeah, that. Oren no stepped up in a big way, as did uh, Flan, Demetrius Flanagan Foles, and I thought they, they, uh, they were tremendous. But when you got a guy like Dre Greenlaw, he's an impact player. So is, does it have an effect on the game? Of course it does. On Steve Wilkes, have you guys spoken well, you know, to his stage and the stage in his career and where you want the team to go? Is there any reason to think he won't be back next season? No, that's stuff that, I mean, we'll talk about a ton as this week goes. We'll talk about a ton in the offseason. I mean, where we want our team to be, our defense, our offense, special teams, and that's that's a lot of conversations, a lot of film, a lot of free, um, personnel or salary cap um, things we got to discuss, drafts. So, no, we're just haven't even watched the game yet, to tell you the truth. John, a few of the players that we talked to expressed that of all the deep postseason runs, not ending the way you wanted them to, this one hurts them the most. Would you say you guys feel the same way? And if so, can you kind of pinpoint why that is? Because we lost the Super Bowl in overtime. You know, that's the one would be tied with it is losing another Super Bowl. Behind that, you'd put NFC championships. But, I mean, everyone's goal is to win the Super Bowl and it's great when you win playoff games. It's great when you win a championship and you get there. But getting the Super Bowl, going through that, you know, with your teammates and your families and just the whole process of it. It's always, I don't know how many people know about it, but it's, it's not fun to go and lose. I think the other part of that, it's fresh. Um, and, you know, we went to great lengths in 19. We had this opportunity and, and uh, fell short. And, you know, you respond to that in such a way, okay, how do we make our team such that we can, when we get here again, this is ours. And so you, you put all those things in and that's, 
primarily um, the, is it the talent of our guys? Absolutely, but it's it's the spirit, and and we had a bunch of high character guys that that were made for this moment, and so to come up short, that's that's difficult. And I think you you gotta hats off to the Chiefs, to Andy, um, to the organization, and they got a pretty special guy, you know, at quarterback, and he's tough to beat. And uh, you know, we've 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 got to live with that for a lifetime. But I think knowing how good this team was, our team. And to have those chances and, and not to come up, that, that makes it very difficult. John, what kind of plan is there for Brandon Ayuk this offseason? And is extending him a, a top priority for you? Yeah, you have to prioritize all these things. You know, Brandon's entering his fifth-year option. Um, Brandon's been a fantastic player for us. Uh, you know, Kyle calls him a warrior all the time because of the way he goes out and competes. And I, I mean, that shines through any anybody who, whether you're a trained eye or whether you're a fan, you can see the passion he plays with. You can see the production that he's had. Uh, we're extremely, uh, you know, um, prideful in what he's become, and, and he should be as well. And so, you know, your team is comprised of guys, you know, veterans who've been paid very well, of guys who want to play, be played very well. We got one guy on our team who, you know, is pretty prominent who can't be played very, you know, real well right now because the, the CBA doesn't allow. So it's all one big puzzle. <laughs> Uh, we've developed a good cadence over the years, Kyle and I, where he focuses on the season. We we do all the planning, and then we present things to him, and we work through it. And that's what we'll continue continue to do. But of course, we, you want a guy like Brandon Ayuk to be a part of you going forward. The team's going to change over the course of the next year, coming year. What are you going to miss about this particular group of guys? And is there a way to, I don't want to say replicate it, but can you get that back for the next? Uh, I mean, you always got to do it again, start it over. But um, I mean, I thought, and we had a real good team. I felt, you know, similar almost every year. Uh, 19 was a pretty special year, just how we played throughout that whole year. Um, and similar in the way that, you know, I thought I thought one of the hardest things after the game is just watching how much everyone hurt for each other. I mean, guys are hurt for me. I hurt for them. Um, you start, you see your families, you see how much they hurt for you and stuff. And I think that's what was real special about this group. Like we, we had a, so many guys who were playing, um, for stuff above themselves and, uh, not to mention how, how talented our guys were. And so I think that's what I'm going to miss the most about it. Um, I think that's what our, our guys enjoyed the most about this year. I, I think they would echo that same thing. That's not something you can just make up, but that, that was pretty special. And I think you've heard our guys talk about it a little bit. Um, but I also know a lot of those special guys uh, are going to be here next year. Uh, you don't just pick up right where you left off. You got to go through some stuff. You got to go through an off season together. We got to grieve this a little bit and then come back stronger from it. But um, can't wait till we get to what I told all the guys. I know I'm going to see everyone in volunteer phase one, just pumped up, ready to go. So we'll see him then. I know you said you haven't watched the film, but to go back to the, the third uh, five of the interregulation, the third and. Four, I think it was in overtime. Yeah. What went wrong with, with the protections there, if anything? Uh, yeah, there's some confusion. They brought a blitz, some um, mistakes inside, just um, not getting the right guy to the right spot and brought a hole up the middle. You already answered this. I couldn't quite hear Matt's question, but is Steve Wilkes coming back next year? Uh, right, I haven't talked to anybody yet, so yeah, I expect all our coaches to be back. You called timeout. Second and six, like two and a half minutes left in overtime. What? Where did you? What? Did you see something you didn't like? Oh uh, yeah, I didn't like the look they were in, and uh, one of our players looked um, a little gassed and didn't think I was going to use them all right there. So I thought that'd be a good time to use one.
Is, is it a challenging thing for a coach to get guys to pick themselves back up after something like this and you know do the things you're talking about? Is that is that a different type of challenge? Um, I mean, it would definitely would be if we had to do it right now. Um, that's why guys need to get away. They, I mean, this is real. You do have to grieve this. It's, um, but I mean, I our guys one, they have jobs to do just like we do. And two, I think our guys really are passionate about their jobs and enjoy football a lot. So I think our guys are going to be hungry as ever coming back from this, just like they were as hungry as I've ever seen a group of guys coming to last off season after our off season in Philly finished the year before. So um, when you when you got guys who really love what they do that's that's what brings that passion and you just got to put together a group of guys that are also good at it well you said you hadn't looked at the game yet what when will you do that um usually when i'm ready to or when i have to and that might be um i don't think i have to anytime soon so but it, i'm not really ready to right now worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, I mean, we got home last night. Um... You know, so I just hung out, watched Griselda Blanco with my family. It's pretty cool. Um, just want it's hard because I don't feel like usually I watch sports or resell my phone, and I don't really feel like doing any of that right now. So I got to catch up on some movies last night with my family, and then came in today and just really talked with players and stuff, and just got to say bye to a couple guys, which I'd love to say bye to everyone, but I can't talk to 60 people before this press conference. So we'll see if there's any people lingering here till probably seven at night. Um, but that, that's really what we do these two days, and I'm sure I'll come in here. It'll be a little bit quieter over the next couple of days, and I'm sure I'll turn it on pretty soon. Your view, your view of the defense, I mean, the roster is fluid during the season, but parts come and go. Um, did it seem like they, it was, they struggled to get that cohesion by you had to get replacement defensive ends? You had uh, safeties coming in and out without half and the nickelback role, obviously, too. It, I guess is fortifying that defense before you come back for offseason program a, kind of a main priority? Yeah, I mean, I like I think a lot of the, the, the pieces have and you know, we're there and, and you're always dealing with injuries. So, you know, I, I think, um, you know, the, I think the thing that I have an immense amount of pride, you look at this defense, Eric Armstead, I think you guys learned today that he battled through a torn meniscus, made a decision to play because he knew the opportunity. Uh, Javon Hargrave had a similar decision with a torn thumb ligament and 
decided we had too rare of an opportunity. And once our guys would allow him and our medical experts and oftentimes second opinions would allow these guys to play, I mean, those things happen. And that's the thing that people don't see at home, the sacrifice people are making. I uh, was really proud of our defense, the way they competed in this last game. I, I think that, that looked like I envisioned it looking. We we're getting after them. And uh, our guys, uh, Logan Ryan, you know, Kyle jokes, but it's true. We, you know, we started talking to him. He was on a Disney cruise with his family. He said, give me 10 days. And he played an integral part in us getting to that final game. And so there's so many of those guys. I think we have a really good nucleus. Um, yeah, that we can and will keep together. And, uh, yeah, of course, we're always, you know, I had old coach that Kyle worked for that I played for, John Gruden, used to say all the time, you, you never stay the same. You either get better or you get worse. And so we're into getting better, and we'll make every effort to do that. And that will um, – we got a lot of really good players that we've uh, acquired in a, in a variety of ways. And the more good players you get, the tougher decisions you have. It's tough to take care of everyone. But – um, I know a lot of players want to be here. I've already had those conversations with people and, um, you know, there's a way to get it done and, and, you know, we're going to have to, it's nice that, you know, we're expecting 10, 11 draft choices, you know, with comp picks and such. And so we're going to be healthy there and you, you got to have those guys contribute when you've got as many high priced players as we have. And, and, uh, we're looking forward to that opportunity to get into that process after these guys. He needs a break. Um, you know, my job's just getting going, and I'm I'm already just talking about it, getting excited. But it's uh, yeah, this is devastating. There's no way around that. And but you move forward. Following up on, on that, John, you mentioned how hard it is to beat Patrick Mahomes. And I know you don't think a lot about AFC opponents and things like that, but just knowing that the success they have, and they could always loom as kind of that you know final boss at the end of this thing. How much do you have to think about what we need to do to get over, get past that team in particular? Yeah, I, I mean, we're constantly evolving in our in our vision. What we, you know, we we call it wit, what it, what it takes, and. You know, um, they're not just words. They're what we believe in. You know, one of the things we added after 19 was finishers. You know, we need finishers at every area of our team. We've got a lot of those, you know, and it still wasn't quite good enough. And so you, you go back. We'll continue to improve this team. We got, in my mind, I, you know, I know it. I, I couldn't be prouder of Kyle, his leadership uh, with this team. He gives us. Uh, an advantage every time we take the field, the way he leads his, his staff, the team, nobody else I'd rather work with. And, and uh, I'm right here for him and, and with him. And, uh, um, you know, we came in here talking about wanting to compete and win championships. That, that hasn't changed. It's only gotten stronger. And I believe we've got the core and nucleus and people to get that done. Um, it's a kick in the gut to, uh, to get this close and not get there. Uh, so I hurt for everybody here. And, but the only thing I know how to do is pick yourself up. Let it hurt for a while. Use that as fuel and move forward. Last Super Bowl, you had to trade DeForest, which you didn't want to do, but financially it had to be done. you envision being able to keep all the major high-priced players this time around? Yeah, there's some challenges, uh, Eric. I, I hope so. I think we're set up to do that. It, it takes... Uh, putting the whole thing together and there's also things we have to plan for you know going forward so you can't just be reckless we never will be um, it goes back to the draft being so critical because those guys um, you know making and contributing to your team are very critical but it goes back to the whole piece so it's it's early you know we've, we've been obviously looking and planning for these things now we get to include Kyle and, and his staff on those talks and, and, and we'll have a, a great plan moving forward
You're listening to Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch with their exit interview press conference today. Willard and Dibbs, 95-7 the game. Said that he kind of went to, to Brian right at the start of overtime for kind of a refresher of, okay, these are the rules, right? It Was it important, do you think, for the players to know the, the, diff, the new rule as it pertains to overtime in the playoffs? Well, yeah, I mean, we... We did say, and we told everyone as we were waiting for the coin toss, hey, review everyone with them, make sure they're sure before we go out. So we asked the position coach to do that, but no, I didn't cover it in a meeting on the Super Bowl week. I don't think that changes anything. Um, we did it with our analytics department. We decided that going into the playoffs. What, you know, I think you guys know how I've explained how I make decisions with that stuff in the past. I take all the information I can get, um, especially ones I haven't been in. And... Um, our analysts felt that was the best way to go. But as you guys know, I don't always just go with that. Uh, I take into account what they say, what they think is right, and then I go off my gut in the heat of battle, and I knew what they felt going into it. And when I think about that during the moments I have to make the decision, I think the type of game it was did match what they felt was the best way to do. It did seem more like a field goal game. Um, and our defense had been out there for a real long time right before that, so uh, it was no, I didn't feel at all to override that at the time. Some other context, I believe we just closed, I think it was 11 play drive that we just closed the game with. And when you're playing Mahomes, you're chasing them a lot, you know. So there's a lot of effort that's expended. I think, you know, the context from there is you, you need some time to get fresh. And so all those things play into it. And, and those those were sound decisions. The decision that was made during the week, well, basically. Yeah, I mean, you always, I mean analytic decisions are made on a piece of paper so you can read that and understand math um, and what they think about going off that but that's why but I always make it in a heat of battle with that information and I mean if it was like the Super Bowl the year before the one that seemed more like a shootout I think I might have felt a little bit differently um, but having that information going in and the way ours was going I didn't feel differently I felt accurate with what they had recommended Given how the flow of the season went, a lot of the, the pressure the, the Chiefs generated in the Super Bowl, is your early inkling that one of the priorities this offseason will be to, to, to invest in, in pass protection and fortify that part of the team? Um, I mean, you want to invest in wherever you think makes you the best team. You can sit there and load up on O-linemen and draft them three years in a row and go spend on free agents and... Um, and then not have any people score touchdowns and things like that or rush the quarterback. You can do a lot of that type of stuff. It just depends how it goes. But I, in that game, I didn't feel like we were struggling just blocking them. I think we missed a few blitz pickups, which that's what they do. That's why they're second in the league at that stuff. Um, that doesn't always come down to a lineman that comes down to kind of hot throws, things like that. And um, But no, you're going to always try to upgrade at everything. But that's when, when all these discussions that go into it, like trying to upgrade to just beat that team or anything like that, this... When you look at football and the way it works out and the amount of games that you play to, to get in the playoffs and just two or three playoff games to get to the Super Bowl without there being a series to play, like you don't you think of what are your options, what team do you have, how can you get better through the draft, how can you get better through resigning your own players, how can you get better through free agency and what does that affect years to come? And you look at that every single year and you try to become the best team possible with the situation that you're in. Um, you don't just say, Hey, we're upgrading here this year. It's you got to make sure that's available, and if it's not, um, then you get stronger in a different area. There's lots of ways you can win. Um, you just got to keep trying to find that way. Much of this falls on a quarterback to deliver a Super Bowl. So, I, what did you take away from how Brock uh, handled the Super Bowl and how he handled the aftermath of it? Um, I, mean, I thought Brock was unbelievable. I mean, it's 
you know, everyone has plays in a game, every single person um, that you want to take back. But um, Brock not turning the ball over in that game, making a number of plays, um, taking us down there um, to take the lead earlier on. I mean, at the very end of the game to take us down to um, make the take the lead. Um, I thought, you know, we, we didn't get it done. So none of us, all of us obviously could have done another thing. But I was real happy with Brock played and real happy with how he played this year. And that Brock was unbelievable. I mean, one of the most impressive seasons I've been around um, for a football player and a quarterback. And um, he was just a stud through it all. How much can team today? No, no one addressed the team today. I mean, we just had, he might have talked to guys after, and I know he spent a lot of time with guys after the game. Um, but, I mean, the players voted him as our Eshmon Award. So, I mean, that's, that's what those guys thought about him. And um, we're excited about Brock. How much room for improvement is there for Brock? Like what, are, what are areas you'd like to see him improve, and how much can having an actual full off season without surgery and all that help him? Um, I mean, I think just Brock, every time... When I say like Brock's a real guy, it's because um, when he does something, he always under when he makes a mistake or he does something well, he always understands why. It's, it never seems just like just fortunate. He he processes it very well. The way he approaches practice and games is always the same. And um, so Brock just anything that he struggled with this year. When we watch cutups together, uh, he needs time to correct it. But those are things he'll figure out that he struggled with because we'll be able to put it all on tape and show him, and he'll see it right away, and uh, he'll get that done throughout OTAs and have a good by training camp. I mean, that's how he was last year mentally. Um, some of the things he would see that he struggled with during the year um, that we couldn't quite correct during the year because Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practices aren't really like that. Um, it's hard to develop some of that muscle memory and things. You're just trying to get through the game plan and get ready for a new defense. Um, but I remember last year when he saw some things, and he would just be like, man, now I see it all together. Like, I'll be all right when I come back. And we didn't know because he was hurt. But by the time he got in training camp, he had it solved. He, you do it in your backyard. You figure it out. Like, it's got to click, though. And you got to see it and you got to feel it. And that's what was so cool with going through it with him last year. Four years ago, you guys concluded that you couldn't keep two high-priced defensive tackles on the team at the same time. You could have a scenario where you've got two high-priced wide receivers. Have you... Thought about the kind of long term having two guys, you know, making. Top I, I think that was hard. We we could have had two. It's it's there's always give and take, and we were trying to have two. But then when we realized when we two have two high price D tackles, we we're going to have to lose two other players and a draft pick. And so it's like it's balancing and all that out. I mean, you can figure stuff out, but then what's the risk of that? What do you lose? And that's why everything ties together that's why they've gone through a thousand different scenarios over the last six months over the last two years was two years ahead but there's no like hey you can't do this you can do that like it's which way do you want to go and whatever way you want to go there'll be that'll be a huge advantage but also you got to take away from it another spot and that's how you balance that out and you don't balance that out so you know all your choices well if we do this what can you can you go a different way? Is there a player available in free agency that would allow us to do something different? Is there a guy in the draft? Are there a few choices? So if there's one guy there you can't do, like it's all that plays into it. And that's why those are discussions that don't stop until you really got to make those decisions. I'm sure this isn't a surprise, but it was like, now it's proven you can't win the big one. Um, but you know, Andy Reid couldn't win the big one. And your dad couldn't win the big one. And there are a lot of coaches that you know, were like that. Just having that perspective of history, I mean, particularly family history, help or do, do you even worry about the perception? I mean, you'd love to fix perception because I would love to win one for 
what I know about football and stuff, and I know if I fix perception, that means I did everything I wanted to do, which isn't fix perception. It's win a damn Super Bowl. Um, but I also know, like, when you say big games, like, we've got to win a bunch of big games to get to Super Bowls. Um, we've won a lot of big games here. Uh, we've won a lot of big games to get into playoffs. Um, the fact that we keep getting there shows you guys how many, how much we've been game, win games or big games, and I think you guys are aware of that. Um, but it's, you know, these two Super Bowls have been tough losing to Kansas City. Um, but to think that if if we win that, that means I can win a big game. No, that means our team won the Super Bowl. Um, that's what that's what I understand. You guys can have any narrative you want, but like the success or the failure. Uh, it comes down to one game, and I hope that I can be a part of a team that wins a game at the end of the year. But to say that the Niners can't win a big game would be an extremely inaccurate okay. statement. Okay, there, there it is from Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 